Are you feeling a bit stuck in your career? Wondering how you can get unstuck and get your career back on track? Keep listening and I'll explain five ways that will help you to get unstuck and give you career clarity. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode number two of Your Bravo Career. My name is Mark Crossfield. I'm a professional career coach helping you to love your job and build a great career. This podcast is about why your career matters, how you can enjoy what you're doing each day at work, and how to build a great career along the way. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about being stuck in your career, what it means to be stuck, why we get stuck in our careers, what's at stake if we remain stuck there, and how to get unstuck. Think of this episode as like WD-40, your career. Hello again, everybody. Thanks for joining me again on the podcast. I really do appreciate that. So let's dive into today's topic, being stuck, or to bastardize the word, stuckness. You won't find that word in an English dictionary, but hey-ho. What does it mean to be stuck in either your job or your career? Well, in simple terms, it's the state of being unable to move or progress in your career. Not knowing whether you should look for another job or career, or if you did look, what job or career would suit you. Not knowing what the options are, and wondering whether it's normal to feel this way, and maybe thinking you should just go on with the job. So being stuck is a combination of not having clarity and feeling paralysis through anything about it. It can be frustrating and, to be honest, a bit depressing. So this might be you right now, or maybe you felt this way in the past, or this could happen to you in the future, of course. So it's an important subject for all of us. So important, in fact, that I want to cover what's at stake right at the outset. And if you think about what's at stake, it's those things that are at the other side of being stuck. What is beyond stuckness for you? So, as an absolute minimum, this probably means having career clarity and no longer feeling stuck feeling okay about your career, that's a pretty good place to be. But I want you to think beyond this, to go a little bit further in your thinking, to having career clarity, becoming unstuck, and moving towards a job and a career that you will love and that will give you enjoyment and satisfaction. Because enjoying your job is important. You're going to be spending a long time at work, and we know that when you enjoy your job, you are much more likely to be successful. You'll have better health, including mental health, and you will have a more positive impact on those around you, your family, friends, for example. So having career clarity, options for what's next, and movement when it comes to your job and career are vitally important. So we need to banish the stuckness. But first, let's explore why we get stuck. I'm going to split this into two aspects. The first aspect is feeling like you're not in the right role job or career. But at the same time, you're not sure how to fix that, how to find a role or career that would be ideal for you. And the second aspect is the emotional resistance that we have to resolving or overcoming our stuckness. So there's two aspects to why we get stuck. Feeling like you're not in the right role but not sure what you want to do about it. And the second is the emotional resistance we have to overcoming the stuckness. 
So let me give you an example. Let's say you are an accountant, but you get a sense that you are in the wrong career. But, and here comes the sense of being stuck, you don't know how to find out what career will be better suited to you and you're resistant to finding out. So can you see there are two parts there? And also this is a good example of why being stuck can be so paralyzing. Okay, so we look at the first part. This is where you feel like you're not in the right role, job or career. But at the same time, you're not sure how to find a role or career that would be ideal for you. And there can be many systemic and societal reasons for this. So in terms of our education system, we're educated, but not educated well in how to manage our careers. We follow the breadcrumbs of what we are good at at school and college. But we have no way of knowing if what we are good at will lead us to what we'll enjoy. Then when we start looking at career options, what we want from a job doesn't necessarily always equate to what we enjoy doing. We focus on the extrinsic aspects of work rather than our intrinsic needs. So there can be a bit of a mismatch between our values, skills, interests, and what our job asks of us. Added to this, the employment system, the job market, focuses on the efficient use of people and resources rather than employees' happiness. So it isn't the responsibility by a large of organisations to manage our careers. I suppose we know this. It's up to us. We haven't been shown how to do this. We don't know how to look at our options and match these to our intrinsic needs. And on top of all this, society sees working and work as something to be endured, not necessarily enjoyed. All this can contribute to the feeling that you're not in the right role, job or career. But at the same time, you're not sure how to find a role or career that would be ideal for you. Okay, so that's the first part. So the second aspect of why we get stuck is the emotional resistance we have to resolving or overcoming our stuckness. So you wouldn't think that we would resist doing something about a situation which we feel unhappy about, changing our stuckness. But we do. And the reason is to do with our brain's evolutionary response to change. This idea that we may need to look at other career options or job opportunities sends your ancient parts of your brain into a bit of a tizzy. Our potential change idea represents uncertainty for our brain and this fires our stress response and we become resistant and defensive. Or we might withdraw from thinking about it. Or, and no surprise here, we get brain freeze. When I first understood all this, it completely made sense to me. You feel like you're not in the right role, job or career, because frankly it would have been a miracle if you were, based on what we know about education and recruitment systems and our own probably impoverished self-knowledge when it comes to choosing a career. And at the same time, you're resistant to changing because your brain's stress response to the situation is blocking access to your brain's prefrontal cortex, which is that part of the brain responsible for critical thinking. So no wonder I was stuck in my career. and I'm, I'm perhaps thinking that you might be thinking the same thing. So I hope all that makes sense. And in the second part, of this episode, I'm going to be giving you five ways that will help you to get unstuck and get career clarity. Are there times when you think about leaving your job, when you're not sure if it's the right thing to do? Well, I've got just the thing for you. My free Should I Stay or Should I Go guide will help you to decide whether you should stay, make it better, 
or leave your role for a fresh challenge. The guide is easy to complete and the results are unique to you. It's best to stay explain how you can make your job better. It's best to leave outline what your options are, when the best time to leave is, and how you can overcome any blocks that might be holding you back. Loving your job and building a great career is within the reach of everybody. So download the free guide today from bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash go. Now, back to the episode. Okay, in the first part we talked about the reasons why you get stuck in your career. Now, I'm going to give you five ways that will help you to get unstuck and get career clarity. The first thing you can do is to accept your current stuckness. Now, this may seem odd, but bear with me. I believe a lot of what we do is about quickly trying to change our situation, our feelings, our scenario, without really accepting where we are in the first place. So I always suggest accepting where you are right now is a great first step. Accept that you can feel uncertain about your job and career, for example. Accept you don't know what your next move should be and how to deal with that uncertainty. And accept that somehow you're feeling resistant to making any changes. You can't change how things are until you see the situation exactly as it is. I also think acceptance helps you to work from your prefrontal cortex, which, as we discussed earlier, is a part of the brain responsible for critical thinking. So acceptance just calms the whole primitive part of your brain down. And from this point of acceptance, we can then devise the next step, which is, the second step is self-discovery. Now, this is a short podcast, so I'm going to be giving you an overview on this uh, step here. But I want you to start thinking about what you enjoy doing, what your values are, what you're interested in, what skills you want to use, and what you are drawn to. So what were you interested in when you were 10 years old, when you were 16, when you were 21, and what are you interested in now? Start to remember those things that really had interest for you. What have you forgotten that you once loved doing? Spend some time thinking about what you're good at and what you could be good at. What do you enjoy doing and what skills do you like using? I can use myself as an example. For years I spent a lot of time reading career development, business, self-development books. I was really interested in these topics. And even though I was working at the time as a chartered civil engineer, these were the subjects that I kept going back to. In the end, it became obvious what I wanted to do in my career and a move into career coaching was the next step for me, and I love it. So once you have got some insights on the things you're interested in, then you can start to look at the options, which is the next step. So the third step is to create options. So when I work with clients to look at options, there are three different ways that I do this, three different types of options. There are roles similar to those that you have already done. There are roles that are different, but complementary to what you've done in the past. Maybe there is some kind of overlap. And there are breakthrough jobs, which are completely different from the work you've done before. So let me give you an example. If I'm working with a project manager who is working in the civil engineering industry, a similar option 
will be to work as a project manager for a company in the same industry. A complementary option will be, for example, a service manager within the same industry or even a project manager within a different industry. And a breakthrough idea will be teaching, retraining to be a dentist or starting a new business selling stunt kites. So once you've done this, once you've got three or four options in each of the three categories, the jobs that are similar to the ones you've already worked in, the ones that are complementary, and the breakthrough jobs, then you'll have about a dozen ideas which you can start to have a look at and really begin to have a look at these options and try not to work out how you would start working in these roles and what the next steps are. Your task right now is simply to look at the options and start to think about which options would seem most attractive to you right now. So when you look at all these options, maybe you've put them down on a post-it note on a desk in front of you, or you've written them down on a pad or paper, or maybe you've captured them in documents on your computer. Which are the options that really jump out to you as the ones that you would like to explore further? That is the, the crucial part of this step. What is really speaking to you now as an option that you would like to pursue? Maybe you've got two or three options. That's great. Having those options then means you can explore further what is involved in each career. And that sets us up nicely for the next step in this process. Okay, I hope that's quite clear. Okay, the fourth step then will be to get movement. Once you have a couple of options of interest, the next step is to get your ideas out of your head and get some movement. So, for example, could you speak to some people in industries you would like to work in? Could you network with people in organisations you're interested in? Could you start something on the side to see if you like it? Could you get a qualification or invest in some training and development? One of the best books on dealing with this area, on exploring your options, is the book by Hermione Ibarra. It's probably, st probably still one of the best books on uh, career development that I've read. And she says that the biggest mistake people make in career exploration is to delay taking the first step until they have settled on a destination. So she, she suggests you run small experiments to explore new identities of who you could be and reaffirms that action is crucial. It's very difficult to think your way into finding a new career. So that's the fourth step. So finally, step number five is to dissolve your blocks. When you first begin to have movement in your thinking or in your actions towards what you want, you will definitely experience some resistance. And this will partly be the inertia of getting started, of course, but there may also be things that pop up that I call your blocks. These tend to be anxiety-based around, say, confidence, feeling like an imposter, not wanting to leave your tribe at work, doing interviews, the thought of meeting new people in your organisations. So I talked about this earlier, this idea that we may need to look at other career options or job opportunities, how this sends our ancient part of our brain into a tizzy. 
our potential change IDE represents uncertainty this part of the brain. And this fires our stress response and we become resistant and defensive. The thing is though, you blocks these repeated worrying thoughts that you start to have. Most of these will dissolve when you move towards them. I'll say that again. So your blocks, the things that pop up, the things that cause the resistance, when you move towards them, they will dissolve. And I think that's really important to know. It's a bit like when you don't feel like going to a party and you have some resistance, but when you get there, you have a good time and you think, why well, was I worried about coming here in the first place? The thought of the party, how you experience that thought, is different from how you experience the party itself. And it's not a reliable way to measure how things are going to go. In the same way, your worries about making a change in your career are not a reliable measure of how things are going to go for you. So knowing all this further aids you getting unstuck. Okay, so that's the final way that you can overcome your stuckness. Dissolve your blocks. Okay, so I've talked about what it means to be stuck in your job or career. Why we get stuck in our careers. and Why free and having career clarity really does matter for you. We've talked about the five steps you can take to get unstuck. And these are acceptance, self-discovery, creating options, getting movement, and finally, dissolving your blocks. So, I hope all that makes sense. Please let me know what you thought about the content. As this is a new podcast, feedback really does help me to shape future episodes and make the content as relevant and helpful as possible. You can email me at mark at bravocoaching.co.uk and you can find the show notes at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast. And to remind you that you can download your free Should I Stay or Should I Go guide at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash go. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would love for you to share the episode with a friend or share on your social media. It would also really help me if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your episodes. If you haven't already subscribed, why not do that now before you forget? That way you won't miss an episode and all this useful content will arrive without you having to do anything. Have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.